guys! In this episode of Socially Awkward, we have a few um, content warnings that are in the description, so just know that and check the description if you think you might be affected, and if you need to not listen to those parts, um, there's no shame. Just do what you need to do and take care of you. Thank you, and we're sorry. Everybody's like, yeah, Ophelia for sure when the same because like the whole the the plot the body of the plot of the of the play is Hamlet trying to pin down that Claudius is definitely guilty. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and in so doing, he causes mayhem and pain and havoc for everybody around him, yeah. including Ophelia. the poor sad Ophelia who literally does go insane and kill herself yeah. over grief that Hamlet, her beloved, has lost his mind. Yeah. Um, and that, in turn, because when she did die, Hamlet was out of the country with Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, and when he comes back and he discovers that she's dead, that then is that the point, I feel insane. like that actually does drive him insane. That's that the makes, way I... That makes sense as an intention of Shakespeare's too, yeah. because it's very Romeo and Juliet. It is very Romeo and Juliet. it's sort of like a, fake you out, psych, yeah. just kidding, okay, now we're both dead. Yep. That's another one that I could totally talk about for a long time, because yeah. that one, I think, is a comedy. Hello to the singular person listening to this. I'm Ro. I'm Taylor. And I'm Sarah. And we're socially awkward. Hell yeah. I'm really excited to be here. I'm Welcome, so glad you're Sarah. excited. Yes, thank we're you. We're excited to have you. Yeah, we're very excited to have you. I think like you were the person that like from the very beginning when I was like, oh, we're starting a podcast, you were like, I have to be on it. Yeah, I was yes. like, oh, you're starting one? Bet. I don't want to run one, but I will absolutely talk about nothing for yes. an hour. That's oh, yeah. what I'm oh, good at. That. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're good at, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's so, all we ever do. As yeah. evidenced by the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's a great podcast. Thank you. I listen to I think I'm the one person listening, so. Oh, my God. Yes. You are. Yeah. I do, we do have confirmation that more than one person has listened. <laughs> no, but we do it for the bit. We do yeah. it for the bit. Yeah. When I <laughs> so do was in the car with Blake on the way back from Oklahoma, he made me listen to three episodes of my own <laughs> podcast. And I was like, I don't want to, I've listened to I this. I was here when it happened. Yeah. And then I also <laughs> had to edit it. I said I it already. Like, I was the one who said those things. Yeah. I don't need to hear But then at the same time, I also don't remember half the things I said. So yeah, exactly. Like, well, I'll like go back to edit them. I'm like, I don't remember talking about this. <laughs> or someone will be like, hey, I just listened to this episode that we recorded like, you know, three you months ago. Thing. And it was like, this bit was really funny. And I was like, I don't Thanks, remember I don't <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> like, but in the spirit of things that we don't remember, we talked about. Yeah. We had several things that while we were listening, because we listened to the most recent episode that came out, which was Lindsay's first episode. Mm-hmm. But we also listened to like the first two episodes that mm. I think they just like auto played. Oh, like the, f- the very first, very first two? two episodes. Okay. Yeah. And so there was a couple of things that we talked about that I just wanted to update people on. Okay. First of all, uh, this is a targeted piece of information for one person who has listened multiple times to this clip of this episode and then texted me very rudely about this thing that we talked about. Oh my god. <laughs> which was, 
Thank you. We do know where Ohio is now. <laughs> yes, thank you. In, yes, we do. In like the first or second episode we recorded, we had a conversation about not knowing that Ohio was in the Midwest. And we then, had a like, long conversation about it, and then we cut long, it down. We cut out like five minutes of it because we talked about it for so long. Yeah. And then like three or four days later, like apropos of nothing, my sister does not know about this podcast. <laughs> was telling me about how she and her friends had a conversation about whether or not Ohio was the Midwest. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we just had a conversation about that. She was like, yeah, one of my friends is from Ohio. They do consider it the Midwest, like, yeah. blah, blah, So it was, was Melissa. Like, I was talking to her, and she's also from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, okay, good to know. Like, it's, you wouldn't think that it is, but it makes sense. Yeah. And then twice since then, <laughs> Rice has listened to the podcast, and I think he listened to, like, the first few minutes, forgot that he listened to it, then and started then again. again. Because two times he's texting me and been like, hey, Ohio's the Midwest. And I'm like, leave me alone. I yeah, know where Ohio is. I understand. What I think is great about that is, Ohio like, was Michael's cat. Yeah. There are people who live in the South who don't know what is the South. Yeah, I like, don't know everything every, in the Like, South. every other person I talk to is like, Virginia doesn't count. I'm like, well, Virginia that does depends count. on who you talk to. That's because yeah. the South is, like, Texas and then up the coast instead yeah. of, like, the bottom yeah. half of the map. It's like, not exactly. It be. Because it's not the South. It, it, it's historical. It doesn't matter. But, like, this, it's, it's like the same thing. It's like what was thing. originally the South. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so it's kind of like, it's kind of silly to be like, I, I've never even been to the Midwest. How am I supposed to know what's in the Midwest? Right. But I couldn't even, <laughs> I couldn't even <laughs> tell. Yeah. Like, I know where, like, most of the states are, like, in mm-hmm. New England area and, like, same. down the South yeah. and, like, up the coast of I California. The I could not tell you what's in the middle of the map. name the states and, like, yeah. I could not tell you what's in the middle of the map at all. I have no idea. Oh, right. If it's not touching our state or, like, the New England or, like, up like, where California is, I could not tell you what's in the middle. I think Nebraska. I know those because... It's just just of, Nebraska. Yeah, because of all my mall, and then it's, like, there's a strip next to my mall of, like, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota, whatever. Yeah. Wow, yeah, watch I, me ramble off all the states. Look at you, just like a badass. Right up the line. Oh my god, I took geography. You watch sure that be wrong, the wrong order of them. I don't... We're gonna hear about that. Bryce will tell us. Okay, Rad. He was yeah. giving us Bryce, a. Is that the right order? <laughs> Thanks, he was giving Bryce. us a conversation the other day about how we did in fact take geography because we had to memorize the capitals of all the states and blah blah blah. And I was like, oh, that's God. not. <laughs> that didn't. Count. It turned into an argument. <laughs> First of all, when what, like ten years ago? Yeah, this yeah. was in like fourth grade. Oh my God, Bryce. I didn't take geography. <laughs> We were supposed to take geography, but one of the coaches taught it, and instead of teaching us geography, he would take us out to the football field to pick up trash, and then have us come inside and watch the rundown with Dwayne Rock Johnson. <laughs> like, every time. I watched that movie so many times oh my in god. my class. Literally. <laughs> oh my god. I, t- I, I think I, I was supposed to take history, or not history, but I think I was supposed to take geography, and I maybe completed like half a semester of it mm-hmm. but then lost interest and nobody yeah. noticed and so they didn't enforce <laughs> it anymore and so I Incredible. Like, I learned some things and yeah. promptly forgot them and focused for the rest of the year on world history yeah because that's more interesting Honestly, yeah it is <laughs> I have like an, an a tenuous grasp on U.S. geography mm-hmm. I don't know anything about anywhere else in the world mm-hmm. that's it that's yeah i have a decent grasp of like europe and that's pretty much yeah it. i knew yeah i was yeah. gonna say you know europe more yeah. this is i'm gonna out myself somebody said a uh, the name of a country the other day and Ooh. i didn't know that country existed what, what was country? it i don't know it's the first time <laughs> i've ever heard that word before that's so funny i'm sure somewhere there in europe 
for me that one I don't those, know of. Yeah, tiny, tiny ones little. in Europe that I just, I was like, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it was probably, what is it? Little. Is it called Andorra? There's like a teeny little country <gasps> between Cute. like Portugal Genovia. and, yes. yeah, which is what Genovia is based on. Okay, really? I feel like yeah. a lot of those like vaguely European countries are kind of based off. Oh, Because it's like really tiny and it's between like Portugal and like like France and Switzerland. It's like right in there and it's very small. Interesting. Oh, and I can't remember if that's the name of it or not. I think Andorra. it sounds like Andorra if it's not that. Andorra hmm. sounds vaguely like sci-fi. Let me look it up. Yeah, please. Because now I'm going to uh, say something wrong. Yeah. I know. But the other God thing, forbid we say something yeah. wrong. Well, maybe then there's sassy text about this country that I read. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the other thing that I wanted to update yeah. on was that uh, also in the episode I talked about the time I accidentally downloaded Morning Glory Milking Farm on my mom's Kindle. Yes! Uh, <laughs> and I had to like panic delete it because I was like, if she right. sees this, like, I don't know how I'm going to talk my way out of that one. Yeah. And I said in that, yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to read it. <laughs> and I have since You did read it. You read have, it. You have since read it and recommended it to me. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> to be fair, I recommended also, it to you before I read it. Wasn't there a sequel? There is there. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of something else. You're thinking of the gargoyle porn. I am thinking of the gargoyle porn. Oh. You're correct. I am thinking of the gargoyle. Which I also was like, yeah, I'm not that into like monsters, which I'm yeah. still not. Yeah. But I still have read two versions of this gargoyle porn. Please book. tell me that the gargoyle porn is called Rock Hard. Oh my god. Oh my god. Is god. it? That's a travesty. No, it wasn't. Oh, what's it called? Oh, there's. I've read uh, multiple iterations of this. Unfortunately. Of course. <laughs> Why? The first one was that one where there's like one guy, and I think I talked about that on the podcast too. Where there's like yeah, one guy that's a gargoyle, one guy that's like a wolf shifter, and the other guy's like a demon shifter or something. Yes, I mean, I don't know. What like think think? Wolf okay, first of all, can we just say I that, would rather not. I know. <laughs> Can we discuss the fact that Lindsay is the person who did this to me? Because the first of those like weird kind of like pornographic novels I read was that Badger Shifter porn. She got oh, yeah. oh my gosh, that's right. I forgot about that. And we read it. We all were mad that there wasn't yeah. enough sex in it. Yeah, it was like uh, mostly just really violent badger oh, fights or whatever. She's a bear and she's a badger. Uh, oh my shifter. god. Badger Shifter. Yeah, so they're like humans and they would shift into bears slash badgers. Oh my. He does. Edward versus Ella, Ed, Bella style, whatever, you know, when they have sex for the first god. time. And he breaks the bed. Did I send you that TikTok? That yeah, you did! Oh my god. I've been seeing that series of TikToks. <laughs> right? With the lady with her husband. And yes, he's like, getting like, really mad about it. Twilight TikTok so oh, much. Taylor it's... got me a sticker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's um, Robert Pattinson, and he's like... I have a picture of it. Oh my god, yes. But I want to describe it for the people who can't yes. see. All the people like, have already seen this. Oh, thank god. Okay, well, I'm just gonna describe it in my day. Yeah, yes, it. please. So he's like, um, like, like, like crouching down, you know? Sure. With his ass in the air. He's okay. wearing a thong. All right. <laughs> it goes, this is the ass of a killer, Bella. <laughs> I have a picture because I sent it to Bryce and be like, it's so up. good. <laughs> I put it on my gay lamp. <laughs> Your gay lamp? I have this lantern. <laughs> I have this lantern lamp that's got like built-in shelves and mm-hmm. I put all my gay books on there and I call it the queer corner. Okay. <laughs> and I put a bunch of queer stickers on it. Fun. So like gay lamp now. Can I gay lamp. Can I suggest an addendum? Yes. Could oh you God. you could <clears throat> just a suggestion, you could call it the corner. <gasps> the your money exactly also it is called andorra i was correct andorra andorra here's the sticker 
Pandora, like, um... Isn't it amazing? Oh, it's so much better than I imagined. It's an incredible sticker. I love it so much. They make other ones that are also like Twilight based, but like sexy for some reason. It is hilarious. Also, I would just like to tell you Mm -hmm. this is like a a little like sneak peek for the episode we're recording after this, which is our favorite movies. Yeah. And I was getting help from one of my friends. And made the mistake of referencing to one of my other friends that I hadn't finished it yet. Mm-hmm. I told Blake that I had, wasn't done yet. And Blake cannot just listen to a thing. He has to, like, do something about it. Yeah. Which I think is very funny and, like, you know, not it doesn't bother me at all. It's very yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. No, but it. he started immediately giving me recommendations, even though okay. I was done already by the time he looked at <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it. Yeah. And this, he, first of all... Paul Blart Mall Cop was on the list of things. <laughs> I don't. Oh my god. He said Paul Blart Mall Cop. And I was like, what? Excuse me? And then he said, that one terrible movie you show everyone. And I know that he's talking about the one. Wait, about... let me think of Uncommon Law, Marriage, whatever. Oh Uncommon my god. Law, it, we watched it uh, yes, I remember. Yes, we did. Yes, yes. But I wanted to gaslight him because he wants to fake gaslight me. That's so funny. So I said, you mean that movie that I filmed with my sister where we did a ripoff of National Treasure? Which is a great film. That's what he's talking about. God, that is so funny. Oh my God. I was like, I've never even seen Paul Blart Monk on one. It's not good. That is certainly not in my top ten. Oh no! In that you, okay, you know that comic book, um, Woman World. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was a web comic, and then they printed it and then okay. took it from the library before you left for Austin. Anyways, um, great comic by the way. But it's uh, like all the men have died out or something, and so it's like a post-apocalyptic woman world. But they've figured out <clears throat> like how to perpetuate human humanity or whatever you know. I mean, humankind. So honestly, gold. Yeah, there's, like, the oldest person in the village was alive when there were men, and so she sort of tells people, like, what it was like back in the day, and she has this, like, granddaughter who, um, like, goes to the ruins and searches for, like, relics of the past, and she is obsessed with Paul Blair Malcolm. Oh my god. (laughs) She's like, is this what men are like? (laughs) That's so funny. Anyway, more or less. Okay, Okay, then I had one more thing that I thought we needed to go back to, which was the last episode that we recorded was right before you went to Florida. Yeah. And we had a conversation about how you were going to tell your mom that you were not going to stay for two weeks. Would you like to tell everyone how long you stayed in Florida? Because you were like, that's too long. It always makes me uncomfortable when I'm there that long. Like, maybe I'll just stay a few days. To be fair. You promised me you were not going to stay two weeks. I know. I did. To be fair, you didn't stay for two weeks. No, yeah, that's fair. And to be fair, it wasn't a bad time. Like, I was having a really good time. Yeah, But I stayed for like a month. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh my god. I we literally pushed so back this recording that. so that you could stay longer. Yeah, I know. That. Do you know what's really funny about that is that I know, like, well, I know you were there. Yeah. Because I also had things to do with you during that time that yeah. you were either, like, remoted into and things like that. Yeah. But I have no concept of the passage of time. Oh, so, I we, like, a month? Yeah. It was a month. Wow. It was a whole month, I know. Impressive. It actually was really good, and I think the thing that made it really good was that I sort of had this breakthrough and told you about it via Marco Polo, but it was like, 
um, that a lot of the time when I fight with my parents, because for a long time it's been that every time we see each other we fight. Mm. And um, so a lot of the times when I fight with my parents it's because there's like a silence and I feel like the need to fill the silence and so um, I bring up a topic that I'm passionate about, but the things that I'm passionate about are the things that we very sharply disagree on. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we fight. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to sit in silence. Like you, like Taylor told me, you know, this is something that I practice and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. And it worked beautifully. And it was Good. really great. Yeah. That's really great to hear. Yeah. So progress in my relationship with my parents. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, that made me laugh because I was listening to that funny. a couple days ago, and I was like, "Oh God, this did not age well." No, that <laughs> aged like milk. That aged <laughs> like milk, like a fine milk, like a fine milk, like a vintage '83. Oh milk. no, '83 <laughs> milk. Oh God. Sorry, oh, God. Um, Sarah. Would you like to introduce your topic of choice? My God, yes, I would love to. Sarah's been waiting for this for. I don't be sorry. No, this is this is wonderful. It gave me an opportunity to uh, do research. I researched this topic for this so podcast. Excited. You're all welcome. I see, yeah, um, you researched more for this podcast than we have for all of our episodes. And yeah, yes. as evidence by the fact that we don't know where our um, home is. And it is because <laughs> these are both things that are just so near and dear to my heart. We are talking about uh, The Lion King as it relates to Shakespeare's Hamlet. Yes. Um, I have much to say. I have notes. Um, I don't even really know where to begin. What is your, like, thesis statement? Yeah, do you have My thesis, I have it. Would you like my, I have, like, a working essay title. Oh, my God, yes. Yes, I would. Okay, where, let me find it in my notes. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, essay, the working essay title is, if you read too much into it, The Lion King is actually really well-researched. Oh, my God, yes. That's my working title. Okay. There's a reason I say this. Um, God, my notes are awful. <laughs> this is like so hard to like read and refer back to. But basically, so here's the thing. Here's what I've here's what I've determined because I have recently rewatched both Hamlet and The Lion King. Which um, adaptation of Hamlet are you watching? I yeah. watched. Um, I believe it came out in 2009, and it was the adaptation starring David Tennant, mm. and it had. Um, I didn't realize that he started one. He did, and it's really good. Hmm. It's a really, really well done adaptation. It is slightly abridged, um, but it's not, not, not abridged to the point that it like loses a lot of. Yeah, it doesn't lose any integrity. Um, It's got uh, Patrick Stewart as as uh, Claudius and as uh, the late King Hamlet, which is really, really good. Lots of good people in there. It's a really great adaptation, and he does a phenomenal job of playing up the crazy, which I think is great. Oh, fun. It's also one of those... I love David Tennant. He's a great actor. He's so a great good. Yeah. It's also one of those um, those adaptations where it modernizes. Like, it, it, it makes the setting more modern, mm-hmm. but it does it in such a way that it doesn't... It blends the two really well. It blends, like, the language and culture of Hamlet with more modern trappings that we understand better okay, so like yeah. a lot of the asides and soliloquies are done under like the um the filmographic um device that they use to kind of shift your perspective is security cameras oh interesting it's so cool 
And so when Hamlet is like going off on his own little tangent, he's either talking to security cameras or he's like ripping them off because he doesn't want to be watched. That sort of thing. Um, And so yeah, it's so he's either talking to the security cameras or then yeah. Just kidding. And then later, FNAF is that a thing? (laughs) I don't know what it is. You've got to stop watching FNAF videos. Never. Is FNAF still, like, do they still make games out of yes, it? Yeah, they just made one. They oh, just wow. made one called Security Oh, no. That's, that's where that TikTok sound of, like, Freddy, we're supposed to be on lockdown. And he's like, <laughs> Vanessa, I threw up. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, lots of versions of it where people are like, updates of this oh my god oh my god so fun yeah he's gonna send messages in the group and be like you guys suck (laughs) (laughs) assholes oh my goodness uh but anyway yeah security breach so so yeah so he you know talks to the camera it's really cool it's a really cool adaptation of hamlet and um speaking of things that are adaptations of hamlet the lion king is this is the, the reason that I'm so passionate about this is because a lot of people don't think that The Lion King is an adaptation of Hamlet, and it is. But here's the problem: like they argue that it isn't. They're or like, they just yeah, don't know. and this is the this is the they argue that it isn't. And the worst thing is That's that a stupid argument. It's a stupid yeah. argument, and then they follow it up with, "Well, because in Hamlet, everybody dies in the end." I'm like, "That's the stupidest." reason shittiest argument you could possibly come up with like you didn't even try i like that their (laughs) argument is this can't be an adaptation because the ending is like slightly different and not the fact that they're all lions yeah yeah they're like nothing else about it like you could take literally anything else about it and be like what about this this doesn't match up and you'd be like okay fair but no they're like yeah they don't die and i'm like because disney produced it for children to be fair, there's already like a Disney? surprising amount of gruesome death in Disney. Yeah, seriously, yeah. no, it's like I mean, like it, there's the whole slow motion <sighs> weird Popeye. Yes, there's all these things. It's just, but this is the thing about it: is it is an adaptation of Hamlet, but the problem is that it's a bad adaptation of Hamlet. Oh, interesting. It's a bad adaptation yeah. of Hamlet. The Lion King is like if somebody took Hamlet and they chewed it up real good and and then they just spat it out. Like, like the lion baby King, birds. Yes, it is exactly like baby birds. It's like feeding children Hamlet as yeah. if you were feeding a baby bird. You you ingest, you chew, you spit it back out at your intended audience. Gross. And that's what the Lion King is. Is this is 
Because I've only seen parts of Lion King. Yeah. Okay. We only had Lion King one and a half when I was a child, so I watched that. <laughs> Incredible. Like a while, but never. It's a great movie. I've it seen is. only like scenes of the original Lion King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 is yeah, it yeah. better or worse than the VeggieTales interpretation of Hamlet, where there's eggs and they are like out of eggs and the Wait, t- what? Have you seen the VeggieTales no, interpretation of Hamlet? Yeah, and it's like yes. I think it's called Omelet. Shut. Wait. Up. Can we watch that? Oh my god. god. Wait. Oh my god. That sounds so familiar, and yet we it doesn't. We need to go with a bingo board for every time we talk about Veggie Tales because we talk about Veggie Tales a lot. We need a bingo board for a lot of things we talk about a lot. Yeah, we talk about the same things all the time. Oh my god! You could turn it into like a really slow drinking game. Oh my god! Like yes. just listen through all the podcasts. It's like several hours of content, like, but every you time you see it best, yeah, you. You will you run out of time. time You'll have to go to bed. Like, you have <laughs> yeah, things exactly. to do. <laughs> oh, it's my God. It's a drinking game for when you have to work in the morning. There you go. Yeah. You, just, you want something to spice up your evening. <laughs> yeah, you just want, like, a glass of red wine before bed. Yeah. Like, just take a sip every time. What do you mean? You would get drunk off of that. <laughs> what? Yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... They get drunk no. after, like, one sip of alcohol. Oh, yeah. I'm a very light... Wait, because I don't drink that I mean, much. fair. Because I'm not supposed to drink at all. <laughs> uh, Daniel calls me a diet alcoholic. That's incredible. What does that mean? It... I don't know. <laughs> it means that I really enjoy it, but I don't like being drunk. And so mm-hmm. I just... I drink enough, and then I'm like, no, I'm done. No, I'm done. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I had a drink at my friend's house last weekend, but then the first, the last drink since then that I've had was at my friend's wedding in October. Mm. So oh, I like, thought you were to say is that time that you, you accidentally no. got drunk while your roommate's parents were over? No, that's the only time I've been drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you had, like, one glass of wine, I accidentally oh got God. drunk, and then we're trying to, because like, I pretend drank it, you weren't drunk. I made it, I drank it, like, mega fast on accident because oh. it was sparkling wine. Oh, yeah, that'll yeah, get you. Yeah, because it just, you know, it, goes, it goes down like soda, yeah. you know what I mean? And so I just accidentally drank too fast, and I, like, hadn't eaten anything that day. <laughs> What? So oh. I got up, I was like gonna fall over, and I was like, it's like 8.30, maybe we just like get ready for bed, maybe we just go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly you know, what I that's did. That's not suspicious. I wrote, no, yeah, not at all. I'm gonna like hug the wall <laughs> to go to the bathroom and brush my teeth. I wrote one journal entry for myself in the morning, and then went to bed. <laughs> and I was like, I think I'm drunk. <laughs> I remember you texted me that because you were like texting me and you were like, Savannah's parents are here and I don't want them to know that I got drunk but I can't stand up straight. No. <laughs> Just pretend it's food poisoning. Oh, Just dude. Something didn't yeah, sit right. Yeah, really nauseous. Yeah. Like, Sorry, I'm like, really nauseous. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I get really off balance when I'm nauseous. Oh my god. Don't I get vertigo. Oh my god. Oh man. Anyways. That's hilarious. I like drinking, but I don't do it very often because I take mood stabilizers. That, you know, that is totally fair. Yeah. Anyways, you were saying... <laughs> yeah, this is, like, it, I mean, it's one of the... So, for for you, Taylor, because yeah. you have not seen it, um, here's the issue, and here's why it is not, like, the best adaptation of Hamlet, because, like, the first... Reason number one being that a good, I don't know, 50% of the movie... Um, recounts the events leading up to what would be the beginning of Hamlet. 
Because, yeah, yeah, I know there's, like, the, there's, like, that so, like, death scene, and it, like, all starts Yeah, with and so, okay. like, yeah. so, like, so the, the death of the king is, like, mid-film. Yeah. That's, like, it's, it, you've been watching for, I don't know, 20 minutes at that point. That's not really mid-film, but still. But um, it's more than it it's is It's more in than, yeah. Yeah, and so then, and then, like, there's all this other stuff. Um, one of the things that I think is the most interesting about it, and the other reason that it's really not the greatest adaptation, is because all of the, like, the only two characters who are, like, one-to-one comparisons the entire time are Simba to Hamlet mm-hmm. and Nala to Ophelia. Sure. Everybody else, free game. Oh, excuse me, there's one more, Sarabi and the Queen. Yeah, fair enough. Those are the only three Sarabi. addendum. Sarabi! <laughs> Yes, Scar. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> oh no. When we eat sushi together, I say to my dad, Wasabi! <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> this is the most Redmond family joke I've ever heard. Unfortunately, so it is. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. But so those are the only three characters that remain consistent one-to-one comparisons between the two the whole time. Sure. The supporting cast, even the king and Claudius and like all of those like core people are like it's like somebody was like just diced them up and like gave them out evenly to all of the supporting characters in the Lion King. So like uh Zazu has some he, part of his role is kind of like Polonius, part of his role is a little bit Laertes and Horatio, mm-hmm. uh, but Mufasa is also a little bit Polonius, but he's also a little bit, you know, the king, you know, the person he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, word up. I'm gonna just remove my phone from the equation because I have multiple alarms that go off randomly. Sure. Yeah, when it's time to relax, this guy yeah. at church morgan he always had just like a million like seriously so many alarms and um they would go off literally all the time and one time he was like we interrupt this notification to bring you a notification of a notification i was like (laughs) yes oh my god i was like so you know how annoying it is yeah i hate you (laughs) i mean it probably it's probably one of those things where it's like i have to annoy myself into doing that's what it yeah which is like so it's like i hate it too yeah it wasn't a big deal at all i just yeah i may bring it up but anyways it was no, I, I genuinely, like, I just turned off an alarm because in another 45 minutes, an alarm will go off to tell me that I need to take 15 minutes to stare at the wall and do nothing and actually let myself relax. Fuck yeah, dude. Because oh I God. don't let stare myself relax. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That was something that my therapist said. She was like, can you, can you do that, like, for five minutes a day? Can you just not do anything? And I was like, I don't know. Can I? Can I? <laughs> Sarah, do you have ADHD? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Does she? Yes. It's, uh, <laughs> yes. It's undiagnosed, but like, yeah. This is sure. the thing that I've known about Sarah the entire time that I've known Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, it's not a secret. Yeah, Sarah knows. Yeah. I know what I am. I know what I am. <laughs> I know what I've done. Um, what was I saying? You were talking about so characters that play the parts that's of the characters. That's right. Yes. So, yeah. So, like, Mufasa is, like, both the king and Polonius. Really, he, like, plays, like, father figure so like this is the thing is like in the beginning of the film he's all like nurturing and whatever yeah um and he like does he like he does some things that kind of echo um some of the like fatherly advice that Polonius gives his children and things like that 
But then, of course, he also is literally the king, and he literally dies. And then later on, he comes back as a ghost. Yeah. Which yeah. is the thing that the king does. So There's it's like, a ghost in that movie? Yeah. There is a ghost. What's In the Lion ghost? King. He's a cloud ghost. He's, He's like a cloud the, ghost it's lion. It's like the spirit of him Yeah, he comes back, and he, and he, t- and he tells off He's Simba like, for forgetting who he is, which is also... Remember who you remember are. Remember who you you have forgotten me, and so forgotten. No, yeah, something, yeah, my something like that. My dad thinks it's an allegory for the Bible, but like, it's you know, not. It's, it's nothing new for my dad. It's, it's not. Yeah, um, I know. I know I that. Think you can really compare you know Shakespeare that. to the Bible, but okay. Mm, no, 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 no. He thinks the Lion King is an allegory of the Bible. Well, yeah, of course. Yes. But that's basically saying that Hamlet is like the Bible. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. It's not. Anyway, it's not. Here's the thing. It's <laughs> yeah. not. Yeah, I think we this all is, do that. This is one of the best, the most profound notes that I have. Is so you know. Again, like we were just saying, Mufasa yeah. has this whole cloud speech about how you have forgotten yourself and you have forgotten me, so you have to remember who you are. Mm-hmm. This, I think, is why it, one of the reasons why the, the working title is, if you read too much into it, The Lion King is actually well-researched. Because um, in Hamlet, toward the beginning of the play, Polonius has a line, To thine own self be true, and it must follow as the, day, the night of the day thou canst not be false to any man. Uh-huh. You're true to yourself, you are going to be true to others. And so, you've forgotten who you are, and you've forgotten me. You've, yeah, so, it's... Interesting. It's, it, okay. kind it, it kind of makes of sense. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of there. Um, my favorite, my favorite thing is that uh, Timon and Pumbaa, as supporting characters, are Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's the most, like, obvious one-to-one comparison that you can make. And... This is just something that I enjoy because nobody says Guildenstern and Rosencrantz. You only ever say Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. And likewise, you do not say Pumbaa and Timon. This indicates that Timon is Rosencrantz and Pumbaa is Guildenstern. Interesting. This is just fun to me. I know, I love that. I know. And the only other thing that they are is the theater troupe. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, yeah, so, like, that's that's one of the things that makes it really confusing, is that the whole cast, save for three characters, yeah. one of whom is, like, barely important. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you decide which woman that is. Um, the whole cast is just chopped up and, like, kind of, like, doled out. Yeah, yeah. Like, weird snacks. And so that's kind of... Where it fits it, the movie. Yeah, it kind of... It <clears throat> yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm... I've read both of these plays, but I get Hamlet mixed up with the Scottish play, if you will. Uh, yes. Yeah. And it, it too, yeah. I mean, I can see they're similar. They're similar. They're similar, I just, for I've sure. I've read both of them in the same, like, period of time um, in my high school and college English classes. So oh, yeah. I sort of get them confused. Yeah. Anyways. Would you like a brief synopsis of Hamlet? Please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I probably should have started with brief synopsis. That's not what people come here for. No. People aren't coming here for, like, a well, well well-researched, well-documented, like, A to B to C kind of... No, people aren't here for A to B to C, you know? Yeah, if they wanted that, they would would not be just... They would go elsewhere. (laughs) So, brief synopsis of Hamlet. Um, It starts off, the king is dead. Um, ding they've dong. just, yeah, ding dong, the, the king, king is, is dead. dead. <laughs> Which old king? The wicked king. Um, it's actually the really nice king yeah. by all accounts. He's dead. He died very suddenly and they've had his funeral, but they've just now recently had a wedding and the queen has married, um, 
her brother-in-law, Claudius, Claudius. who is now new, the new king. Right. Um, Hamlet's not too happy about it. Hamlet is the prince, and he gets all upset. And uh, in, like, the first, like, 15 minutes, he is visited by the ghost of his father, the late king, Hamlet, who mm-hmm. says, I didn't die, I was murdered. You know this. I don't, like... What is anyway. <laughs> You know, it was murder, it was murder most foul. That's where that, that's <laughs> yeah, where that okay, comes yeah, from, yeah, murder that's most right, foul. That's right, that's right, that's um, right. And so he tells him, you have to, you have to avenge me. My son, Hamlet, you avenge me. Mm-hmm. And so Hamlet is like, will do, Pops. Uh, give me a minute. And promptly, he still, it's, this is where it gets kind of like, there's debate. Yeah. Some scholars think that Hamlet actually feigns yeah, insanity right. as a, like, ploy, and he never actually goes insane. Some... Scholars believe that it's meant to be that he literally goes insane with the moral dilemma of, do I avenge my father on the, on the request of this apparition, this, this vision that I've had that I can't even like, I mean, it was, it was a ghost. Like I can't even prove that it was in the middle of the night. How am I supposed to know that I was like of sound mind? Do I, do I commit murder on my uncle who is now, he's also married my mother and that's fucking me up yeah, and I don't like that fucking thing or do you know like and so which way do you like to read it I like to read it that he started off pretending, pretending. to be insane and then slowly actually, actually went insane, insane. Oh, fun. um okay, and what's like really that. cool about it is that nobody argues about Ophelia everybody's like yeah Ophelia for sure when they say because like the whole the the plot the body of the plot of the of the play is Hamlet trying to pin down that Claudius is definitely guilty yeah um and in so doing he causes mayhem and pain and havoc for everybody around him including the poor sad Ophelia who literally does go insane and kill herself over grief that Hamlet her beloved has lost his mind yeah um, and that, in turn, because when she did die, Hamlet was out of the country with Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, and when he comes back and he discovers that she is dead, that is that the point. I feel insane. like that actually does drive him insane. That's that the makes, way I... That makes sense as an intention of Shakespeare's, too, yeah. because it's very Romeo and Juliet. It is very Romeo and Juliet. it's sort of like a, fake you out, psych, yeah. just kidding, okay, now we're both dead. Yep. That's another one that I could totally talk about for a long time, because yeah. that one, I think, is a comedy. Um, oh, interesting. Yes. <laughs> We're saving that for another yeah, episode. Sneak peek. Hell yeah. Um, but so in the end, um, Laertes, who is Ophelia's brother, comes back yeah. and he's like, what? You killed my dad thinking it was your uncle and you you, you are the reason my sister has killed herself. You I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody's poisoned and dies. Classic Shakespeare. Classic Shakespeare. Classic Shakespeare, everyone dies. Yes. Yeah, dog. That's so, why I think it's not enough. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, probably not the best one I'm for kidding. sure. Oh, man. That is a thing, too, that Disney does a lot, mm-hmm. where they would take, you know, obviously there's, like, things that they take more directly, like Snow White and Cinderella and whatever. Yeah. But there are things that they take um, and twist even more into a different thing until it sort of doesn't resemble as much the source material as it did originally. Oh, 100%. Like, The Emperor's New Groove was originally supposed to be The Prince and the Pauper. Is that right? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. It was, and also, um, and uh, there was a whole score written in the style of Phil Collins' soundtrack for 
the um for Tarzan. For Tarzan. Nice. Yeah, written by Sting, and he was supposed to be the guy who did all the music, and he did. There is one song on the soundtrack that made it, and it was yeah. Sting's "My Funny Friend," I think is what it's called. But huh. they changed the movie so much that they were like, it doesn't really follow this plot anymore. We can't yeah. really use any of your songs. Sorry, Sting. And he was oh. like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you put all that work gonna, into it. I, he was like, I put all this work in. And also, Phil Collins got a lot of accolades for his soundtrack. Man. And I was going to do that too. Dang it. Oh. And like, I think there's an interview with um, David Spade where he's like, yeah, I mean, I kind of liked my character before, but, like, it's cool, too. <laughs> you know, this is cool. Oh, cool. wild. I know, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so it makes sense that it would be, um, you know, the, like, based on Hamlet, even if it doesn't necessarily one-to-one yeah. reiterate Hamlet's story. Yeah, and that's, I think, because, again, like, that's that's the thing that really does bother me, is, like, it's, like, it is Hamlet, and if if you didn't think it was Hamlet before, if you didn't think that it was intentionally a Shakespearean adaptation before, mm-hmm. all you have to do is then watch the Lion King two, Simba's Pride, mm-hmm. uh, or the all aforementioned Rise, Lion King, King one, one and a half. half. Yeah, but if which you came out like third, I which think. came out did. After yeah, the but Lion the Lion King, King two is unabashedly Romeo and Juliet. That's true. It is. It is unabashedly Romeo and Juliet, and yeah. that's all that it is. And that one is even more, like, straight to the point, that like, that's what clearly. it is. Yeah. It's also not that good. It's not <laughs> that good. I have seen that one. Oh, um, how unfortunate We only yeah. could, we only could watch fell. what they had available in the church library <laughs> oh, to borrow no. on tape. Ah, that's oh, classic. Yeah. yeah. That it's, tracks. Um, I watched it a few years ago, and I was, like, really amped for it, and it wasn't as good as I remembered it being, and I was like, damn. No. Oh, well. <laughs> the thing that bothers me the most about it is that I uh, watched The Lion King, um religiously as a child my sister and i did we both loved the lion king and my brother hated it Ah. um because he was four years older than us and he was like no fuck this movie this This is like the third time you've watched it today Today. (laughs) what do you want every movie they've ever watched yeah (laughs) trolls yeah (laughs) Yeah, trolls i loved that movie anyways go on um but so i watched i watched both of them religiously because like you know the lion king came out uh actually like the year before i was born 95 right i believe it came out in 94 Oh, I think you're right. I think you're right. Because Pocahontas came out in 95. Yeah, you're right. And that was supposed to be their big blockbuster, and nobody liked it. Yeah, well... And everybody loved The Lion King. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what... That's what you get. Because the story of Pocahontas is, first of all, originally exactly. very tragic, but even in that movie, it's like... It's so... She ends up with him. It's so like, garbage. It's, it's not good. Well, she not doesn't good. end up with him, really. Well, yeah. She like, kind of does. She kind of does, but then she they should have just made it the original story of Pocahontas, where she comes back to America and then dies of white people disease. She well, does in they, the second movie. Yeah, they, they, they left it There's open. There's a second There is a second yeah. movie. Yeah, there is a Pocahontas 2. Why? Because she For has to reason. die of white people diseases as a Yeah. Europe. That's fair. Do you know her name in England was Rebecca? Pretty yeah. Sure. Anyways. Yeah. Also, Fun she was stuff. like 12. Yeah. Yeah. When the events of Pocahontas happened. Really, really just solid stuff. The like whole thing is Disney. bad. Well yeah. done. I mean, Anyways. to be fair, back then, like, Sarcasm. a lot of people were 12 oh, yeah. when they got married. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't make it okay. No, I think, like... There was a big. I don't think it was a romantic connection between them because oh, he was no. a lot older than her. Yeah, yeah he was like forty, you know I mean? and she was like twelve. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah. Right. That's Very more gross what I meant. Weird. By yeah, that. no, it's I mean, just a, yeah. it would have been gross and weird if they had gotten married. Yes. Yeah. The soundtrack is killer. The but soundtrack, the, the soundtrack movie is rules. garbage. Do you know the singer for Pocahontas is also the singer from Mulan? Yeah. Oh my I did god, know that. so it's good. really cool. Yeah. And also, Disney like. Trivia. 
fun Disney trivia, and also it's one of those things that I've, like, periodically, I'm like, is that a problem? Like, is it a problem that they're, like, they're too, like, women of color were both voiced they were, they were like, by... we like, where do we get good singers who aren't white? I don't know. I guess this one lady yeah. will do. I think it like, is a problem. <laughs> it is a problem. And, like, I Judy Kuhn did yeah. a fantastic job with both roles. Yeah, like, no doubt she's a good singer. Yeah, she's amazing. I just, it's like... Also, did they, were there sucks. no, like... People of color that that's could also sing. It, that's the that's, whole thing. and that's my problem with it. That yeah. ju- like Disney with all its billions of dollars they and like find so a many single indigenous person that could sing. Here's my thing. Disney's a coward company. It oh, is a coward yes, they company. Are. They cater to both sides. Hence, every single Which Disney character, mm-hmm. every fifteen characters that have been quote unquote the first openly gay Disney character. When it's like there's a whisper of them being gay. There's yeah. like one line where they're like. Oh, I'm going on a date and he's yeah. like cute or whatever. Right, oh exactly. Yeah. exactly. Do you remember when also, everybody was like really upset about Finding Dory because there was a gay couple in yes, Finding Dory? Exactly. And there was a gay couple in a fish movie? Exactly. Here's the thing they though. They were human. Here's the thing though. Is oh. the gay the gay couple quote unquote because you can't it's like even, someone like, walking by It's them literally yes. two blurry women in the background walking standing by next to yeah. each other. That's like when everyone got mad because there was that gay scene in the new Beauty and the Beast because yeah. there's like that guy like, dances oh, with they, another guy yeah. with like a drunk bar scene. God, oh it's God. so annoying. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have Disney Pixar's Call Me By Your Name, aka Luca. <laughs> yes. Literally the same movie. Also, I did read an article that Turning Red was apparently supposed to be a lot more overtly gay, and there's like a big outcry from the production studio that huh. they cut out a lot of stuff that would have. Um, been in there. But Interesting. Anyways. Disappointing, but not surprising. Not exactly. surprising. Well, did you know, like, so we were talking about Encanto earlier, and did you yeah. know that they, the the writers had to, like, yes. go to bat with the producers saying, like, please, you need to keep the strong character buff. Yeah. Lisa needs to be buff for this to work. You have to keep her that way. God, and they were like, I don't know. She's not feminine. Strong women? Buff mm-hmm. women? Girls aren't gonna like that. Girls and they didn't, buff. they literally, they they sold out of and like had to frantically produce more Luisa dolls because all the girls that. loved Luisa. Because they fucking rules. They, yeah, she she's fucking rules. She's, she's so awesome. cute. She's and she's adorable. amazing. And I just, I love her so much. Yeah, she's great. But they expected all the girls to want the Isabella doll. And, you know, to be fair, she's Isabella is also she's a great. wonderful yeah, character, yeah. but everybody wanted the, the Luisa doll, and they, they so sold out. She's unique and yeah. fun, and yeah. Yeah. Also, I love Dolores. <laughs> no! I love Dolores. Uh, yeah. That's the thing yeah. about Disney, is I think that they are, like, objectively, they make children's movies. Like, yeah, they it's, do. It's a yeah. children's company. It is. And they're still catering to, like, 50-year-old white people. Because, yeah. because people, if you looked at, like, the actual, like, you like would the actual demographic so of many people. Yeah. Watching movies if they were more gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I think that they're like not even realizing how untapped that market is. So. I saw a TikTok and it was some teacher. I wish I knew the user's name so that I could shout them out. But the teacher was like, um, I was asking my like English class, um, you know what what do we need that makes a good story? And what I was looking for was a beginning, a middle, and an end. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Everybody said it has to be gay. And then they started chanting gay, gay, gay. I also saw And I agreed, so I wrote it on the bar. Yeah. <laughs> I 
did see that one. I wish I could remember the user. I did too. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. It was oh, really good. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Literally though. But I mean, really, it is like you say. It like they're they're catering to the, these like fifty year old white sensibilities because the producers are fifty year old yeah. fat white men. And I don't know that they're fat, but they probably are. Anybody. Yes. You know what I mean? Which is an issue because Which you is, can't you're do that. A- inherently alienating such Everyone. a large group of people by like yeah. vaguely queer coding it. Exactly. And yeah. not being like ballsy enough to actually just make a queer movie. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is so ridiculous. Yeah. I just realized that I am absolutely projecting my own city council onto these poor Disney producers. That's because your own city men. council is very Yeah, that's what, well, because, like, Texas ordinarily, I wouldn't, most places you wouldn't say that. Ordinarily, I wouldn't say that, because that's not a problem in and of itself. No, it's not. But my city council, I work at a rec center, and my city council is um, not really for the rec center. Yeah. And it's frustrating because they're like they they say all these things and they 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 tell us how we need to be but they don't come and visit the rec center. And they don't do anything with like to to better their community health, their personal health, any of those things. And it just anyway. Yeah. So I'm projecting so you're, like associating all those traits <laughs> yes. together and then projecting them onto Disney. So yeah, anyway, I just had to I said I had to say that because I was like, "No, normally right. and that's not something I would say." Yeah. Fat shaming anyway. is not good. Absolutely not. All body types are good. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Um, but yeah. Disney producers are just yeah, the worst. fucking suck sometimes. They, 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 they <laughs> fucking suck. Doesn't The Lion King also, like, infamously have a scene where the stars say sex in the okay, sky? Okay, it says SFX. Yeah. See, I've heard that, but then I've Shouting also heard the people that are saying that like, it definitely says sex and they're trying to cover it up. I have I, seen it. I have seen it, and it absolutely says SFX. Yes. And I think that is just people who are desperately horny. Also, <laughs> that brings up another yeah. point. This is unrelated to uh, the, the subject of The Lion King as it relates to Hamlet, but I did want to just touch on this. Please. Um, you, Taylor, will not really know what I'm talking about because you, one, did not see it, and two, do not like anthropomorphic. right? Anthropomorphize animals. You row will probably I'm so glad know that this exactly is like a trait of me that everyone knows now. Yes. And I just yes. don't like anthropomorphic like, animals. This is, you know, this is Taylor. She doesn't like anthropomorphize animals. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's gonna be my new like um, introduction questions. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, do you like <laughs> feel about anthropomorphic animals? Yeah, Twenty first date questions. Hi, I'm row. I'm okay with anthropomorphic <laughs> Yeah, they're How fine. It's like that vibe with that guy's like, I'm Jared, I'm 19, and, and I, I never fucking had a ring. God, I miss Vine. God, okay. Uh, the other Vine by him that was so good was when he was like, um, <laughs> today my brother pushed, pushed me, <laughs> so I'm starting a Kickstarter campaign to have him put down. Benefits <laughs> is that I would be pushed way less. He's got a fucking chart. <laughs> I've never seen that before. Oh, it's so good! I'll look it up for you. I wasn't allowed to have mine. I didn't have it at the time because I've always been very, you know, behind in the bell curve of innovation. That's because you lived in a town that's still stuck in the 1980s. Yeah, that's 100% true. I also didn't have it. I watched compilations. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's... Mm -hmm. After Vine was dead. Anyway, Mm -hmm. sorry, please continue. I watched compilations while Vine was alive. Dude, hell yes. Because it weeds out the shit. Yeah, exactly. That's the benefit of compilations you get, like, only the good stuff. You know what's funny is that I didn't like TikTok compilations as much as I like TikTok the app. Hmm. I think that yeah. there's, a, because TikTok is so good with their algorithm that's that you don't true. have to really weed out the garbage. Yeah. That's the whole thing. It gets weeded out for you pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I, like, every person I know has been like, I don't want to get TikTok. 
And then they get on it and they're like, why is all this junk? And then I'm like, give it like an hour. Yeah, just yeah. And, then, it, yeah. and then eventually they're like, yeah, you're ready. It gets really good. Yeah, like, yeah you have to scroll and like for an hour. The first day that I had TikTok, I was like alone in, in my apartment because Isaac and Savannah were gone. And it was like the 4th of July, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And the first day I saw that douche delish TikTok. <laughs> I, and I <laughs> love Ryan. Me too. And I was like, this <laughs> is the greatest app I've ever seen. This is the internet I signed up for. I was like, perfect. Okay, love TikTok. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, that is the funniest TikTok I've ever seen. Oh, I said a TikTok of a podcast that I like Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. (laughs) That was a great example of exactly what I was about to say. Because it's this podcast and it's like, I occasionally like scroll across this podcast on TikTok and it's these two hosts and they're like, their whole thing is just like making inappropriate jokes. (laughs) And the guy started like telling a story and he... (laughs) Have you ever been like at like a restaurant or something and you're trying to find the bathroom and the girl immediately goes, oh yeah, oh yeah, my partner, I cannot get him to have sex in the bathroom. Like, I've tried so many times. And he goes, that is literally not at all what I'm saying. And then she was like, you know, some hosts are like really on the same page. Yeah, that's not us. <laughs> and then Simmons are wrong because we always talk about that on the podcast where it's like, they'll be about to say something. I'll be like, oh, I, yeah. And yeah. I'll just like finish the sentence. For yeah. Them, like tell them I agree, whatever, for their done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you tried to do that like last week and I was yeah, like, I can't do that. No, that was not yeah. us. And let's, we had something that you were texting me about and you were like, we're on the same page about this, right? And I almost immediately was like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. But then instead I tried to guess, and you were it's like, the, it's ain't God. When you thought that I went down with threesome with Sarah. Yeah, you Sarah. And then I promptly told Daniel. At first I told Sarah, I knew she was really funny. Did you tell her who you actually were? Yeah, and yeah, thank God. God. Both of you responded the exact same way, which is, oh yeah, I would have a threesome with you. <laughs> Are you polyamorous? Me? Yeah. No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, me? (laughs) I don't know why, but I just, like, I could not compute that that conversation, like, that was direct. I don't know why. But no, not at all. Totally. Um, uh, Like, I'm bi as shit, but I'm not... Concept, the concept of uh, polyamory or like threesomes or anything like it yeah. has always really intimidated me. Oh, sure. Um, okay. Yeah. And it just like, it was, it's one of those things where like, so I am a, like a very sex positive person. Yeah. You know this. Totally. Um, and I don't have, I'm not shy about talking about it at all. Again, you know this. Yeah. But I am, I have discovered <laughs> that. Even though in a like in a hypothetical situation in a in a conversation with like a group of friends, I am totally down to talk about whatever. I don't really care. It doesn't bother me. I'm really excited to talk about it as a as a topic, and it's like something that I'm very passionate about. Like normalizing that kind of conversation so that sure. you don't feel weird about talking about it with your partner. Yeah, and I think that's really important too. Yeah, yeah. but that's something that I've realized is that even though. I really want to normalize talking about it so you don't feel weird about it talking with your partner. I feel really weird about it talking with my partner. Oh, really? And all of that, like, those years of, like, you know, like, 
don't we we don't talk about it and I never got purity culture and I never got any kind of talk from my parents or anything like that all of those things on top of each other layered with the fact that I am queer and I have always grown up feeling like I am not feminine enough and so Mm -hmm. like a lot of the things that I do are to make me more feminine because Mm -hmm. I was always very insecure about it like my voice is very deep and that was something that was like an insecurity for me and so like there are all these things where it's either my voice was kind of deep especially my singing voice but I always was like fuck yeah it is yeah and that's on being non-binary <laughs> for you anyway. I that I had a friend when I was like four or five years old who asked me one day she was like why do you have a boy voice and I was like I don't, so, I don't have so a boy crushing. voice oh my God. and that stuck with me my whole life that has yeah. stuck with me for 20 years we all have stuff like yeah that, you know? but so it has created this situation where I like it's it's like I don't feel feminine enough or I don't feel like I'm you know like it's I, I'm like I'm over sexualized because I'm you know like I have a very high libido and all sure. of these things and so then I like when it comes to actually practically talking about those things with my husband it becomes I am I can't talk about this because I don't feel like I fit what I don't feel like I'm the way I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. and so it's it's been that's been something that I've been in talking in therapy about a lot is yeah, like how do I how do I put these these assumptions and these like ingrained like this this idea of what I'm supposed to be in the bedroom what how do I put that away so that I can just and actually just enjoy, enjoy myself, myself. Yeah, yeah honestly so yeah it's a I don't know how we got on the top what a journey I know yeah we were talking about polyamory yeah that's right so no anyway so it's a very oh you're good it's a very intimidating <laughs> topic polyamory because sure. I am already like how do I even I feel yeah, I can't handle one person. How do I deal with one, one person? person. The idea so of me being totally open and vulnerable with one person is so much more intimidating mm-hmm. to me than multiple people. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. How, how does that make sense? Because you have to be totally open and vulnerable with each of those people. I know. I don't know why. Do you know? I think I do I get it, though. I think it's... I think it's because of assault, probably. <laughs> no, I'm going to... Probably yeah. traumatic stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I kind of get it, though, because that's sort of like... It's it's sometimes a lot easier. Like when there's a group, yeah. it's like this focus isn't all on you. Exactly. And if it's just a one on one, it's like you, like you have all of that person's attention. Yeah. Well, and also I feel like it. I don't know. And obviously, I've never done anything sexual with more than one person before. Mm-hmm. Um. So I could be wrong, and I could not react this way in a situation like that. But. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it would seem like, because when I think about having sex with someone, I'm like, I'm at the mercy of that person. And if there are other people around, then if something goes wrong, they can protect me. Mm. This is bad. Yes, <laughs> is, it is. Yeah, that's Realizing not, that this is bad. Yeah, that's really, bad. This is bad. bad. That's bad. <laughs> that's really bad. Do you know what, though? It's good that you're saying it out loud. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. You know, yeah. Because now you've realized. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> And I think that's the thing, because, like, I, I get where you're coming from, because yeah. I've also been assaulted. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> haven't we all? Assaulting. Blake asked me in the <laughs> car today how many times I'd been assaulted, and Jesus I was like... Jesus Christ. Isn't that so sad? I was uh, like, don't, don't ask, ask me, me that, that question. Yeah, don't ask me that question. First of all, don't ask questions you don't want the oh, answer to. Oh, my God. I yeah, just, I was like, you don't want to hear the answer to that. Yeah. Hardcore dissociated for a second. <laughs> Good God. Oh, yeah, no, I was I'm like, so sorry. Uh, let's not talk about that That's topic. Not, no. Anyways! Yeah. Um, but yeah. but I get where you're coming from because yeah. like if that has been your only experience with it, 
the feeling that, yeah, you're at that person's mercy is very real. Yeah. That is not what it's like. Okay. That is not what consensual sex is. No, 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 no. That is, you're, like, at no point should you ever be at someone's mercy. Yeah. That That makes sense. Unless you want to be. That's the thing. Yeah. Right. But again. Yeah. So that's that's consensual. That's that's consensual. And that's actually, so that's something, because that's another topic that I'm, like, really into is like so in that kind of like power dynamic situation in a sexual context a lot of people will talk about how like oh the dom has all the power you know the subject does what he wants but like not true not true and actually i've what i've heard a lot of doms saying recently again on on tiktok is in that kind of power dynamic the there's there is a set of rules and they are like it's it's the sub who's saying these are yes. the things that i'm okay with in that situation the sub has all of the power right because the dom has to follow their rules right and the sub has all of the power and if they don't adhere to those rules or if at any point the sub is like actually no i'm not feeling this yeah they have, they have all of the power to stop and the dom has to stop yeah or else like right. that's like look, that and that's the end of the relationship you've broken that contract yeah so it's it makes sense yeah yeah so i get where you're coming from mm-hmm. know that it's not like that <laughs> you mean it doesn't feel like you're about to be eaten by a monster? Not unless you want it to. Cool. No. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. We should switch we should switch to our we next should switch to our next, we yeah, next episode. Oh, I didn't, oh, that though. Did you get to say my thing about the Lion King? Oh, that's okay. Oh my god, wait, wait, no, no, no say your I, thing. Well, I, yeah, I was gonna talk so this is Weird note to end on, but it no, might as well. So we were talking about we were talking about anthropomorphized character like animals, and you talked about something. I don't know. There was a segue at one point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just have to talk about the fact that like, Ro, we can agree like, Simba as a character. There were a lot of people <laughs> who were really into Simba as a true. character. Oh yeah, a lot of people are sexually attracted to Simba. For Simba. Several children. This is true. Simba was a part of several children's sexual awakening. True. And that's totally fair. Yeah. But what I find really weird oh my God, yeah, is that <laughs> Simba, who is like, you know, he's like this kind of like, he's got a little bit of a bad boy thing yeah. going. He's kind of like, you know, he's got that like laid back, you know, like, yeah. there's a lot of things to like about Simba and there's sure. a lot of reasons why people like him as a character and have like, you know, had crushes on him or whatever. Yeah. But the thing that's crazy to me about it is that he's voiced by Matthew Broderick. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who is, I love Matthew Broderick, a fantastic actor. He is the most milquetoast looking person. Oh my god, he's so, <laughs> yeah, he's so, very, like, He looks like so if Porridge was a person. Oh my god. <laughs> just, I think he was cuter back then. Yeah, yeah, He was a cute, very cute like, Ferris Bueller, yeah, for, yeah, 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 to be fair. I think that's what it is. Do but, you know who does the singing voice for Simba? Yes. Oh my god, the singer for Toto. The singer for Toto, which is wild. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Who is also the son of John Williams. Is that right? Yeah, literally. Yeah, who wrote the music, the score for Harry Potter, um, Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, he did not write Lord of the Rings. That was Howard Shore, but... Correct. um, Lots of stuff. That's so cool. I know, right? Isn't that cool? Oh my god. Indiana Jones. Yes. E.T. E.T. Lots of stuff. That's super cool. Yeah. Anyways. Wow. Anyway, I just wanted to get that out there. Uh, that's just weird to me. It's funny. <laughs> that's, that's my last crazy. note on the Lion King. I think. All right. <laughs> this is such an intellectually enriching episode. It was. I, I loved it. Well, all thank kinds you. Of I was just so excited to do this. No, I love, thank you for doing it. Sarah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's that. So um, thank you, and we're sorry. <laughs>
That's how we end every episode. <laughs>